Hi, welcome to the Rod and Cindy podcast. My name is Rod Lyman. We are here in Phoenix, Arizona. We're at the New Vision Center doing this live podcast in front of a live audience. It's fun. To my right, I have this one, the only, only beautiful Cindy Muby. A.K.A. Cinderella, right? That's it, yeah. I, was, I, I was hoping you'd do the Cinderella thing today. Yeah, well, I think I always have to. I just love it. She's so cute. Anyways, I am so excited for today. We have a fun day ahead of us, lots of cool people and things like that. We're doing actually a marathon of podcasts. We sure today. are. This is beautiful. Um, it's a beautiful day in Phoenix, Arizona. And gorgeous. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And it's, I'm doing this before I take off, and so we're getting some beautiful podcasting out there. It sounds like we have a few uh, Furby animals that are outside that uh, want to come in and listen to our special guest. Do uh, you want to introduce our special guest, or would you like me to do it? Oh, go for it. It's because you don't want to say his last name, isn't it? Oh, probably. All right. I don't want to say my last name either. <laughs> you don't even want to say your last name. I love it. That's why I changed mine to Lyman. Keep it simple, right? Yes, yes. yes. We have the Mike Suzinski. Correct. Did I do it well? You did it well. Yay! Yes. Mike Suzinski. Actually, <clears throat> Mike actually wrote it out for me on, on little cue <laughs> cards and everything so that I could actually say, pronounce his name And because Rod doesn't do well with names at all. Yeah, you broke it down to like syllables. Syllables, yes. Uh, <laughs> small syllables for me. I think about if we were in Poland, it'd be Suszynski. Wow. So I went the easier route. Nice. I'm glad. You know, speaking of Poland, I love sausage. I knew that about you. I didn't. Yes, there's a soup and sausage place that Cindy and I go, and it's a Polish Norwegian Mm -hmm. place, and we just love this place. Is this here in Arizona? Oh yeah, it's right here in Arizona. That is, I okay, just a little side story. That we went there, and my grandma used to make borscht, Mm -hmm. and I love borscht. Right, it's one of my favorite soups in the whole world. So we're eating this borscht, and and I'm crying in my soup because it's just like my grandma's soup. Oh. It's so good, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have not had this borscht in years, and I'm and I'm eating it, and uh, so I'm in Idaho, and I'm missing borscht. There's nothing Polish up in Idaho, mm-hmm. in that, so I'm missing it. So I found Grandma's recipe of borscht. Never made it before. Nobody's ever tempted Grandma's recipe before. I have to say, without ego, that it was one of the favorite soups i've ever had it was so dang Fantastic. good it was awesome and i didn't need the sour cream in it that's good it was that good my grandma used the heavy cream she didn't use sour sure. cream with it and so but. well you do know you're talking to a former uh saucier no way wow i went to culinary school and i did soups and sauces that was my specialty for a while omg <laughs> where have you been hiding at yeah, i've been hiding quite a few places you need to bring that soup and sausage out yes <laughs> <laughs> he's quite the catch you know <laughs> he's he can, he can cook too honey He's great. He's like, it's funny is that uh, when we posted uh, that Mike was going to be here and that we had a few people asking about you and if mm-hmm. you were single and, mm. and that and everything else. And I said, I'm not sure. I just all I said. And so we're just going to leave that's it at that. That's usually my answer, too. Yes, like, exactly. Because <laughs> that's Cindy and I, too. We will say the same thing. Is that, are, are you guys together? I'm not sure. <laughs> You're right. I have not checked my Facebook, Facebook status <laughs> yet to see if we are together right, or not. Right, right. So... That's great. Yeah. You're funny, Rod. Yeah. So enough about relationships, because yes. this is not about relationships, is it? Well, at some level it is. It's all about relationship with ourselves and the connection to something bigger. Oh, my gosh. I knew that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. No, I had no idea. This is <laughs> awesome. So Mike Szynski, 
Um, I love I love that you have uh, this beautiful heart of yours. I've mm-hmm. I've seen you in person work. I've seen your work. You're amazing in many ways, and Thank you. you have an air about you that is just. It's a beautiful, unique air. Okay, it's the the talents that you have. I don't think you've even touched yet some of it. I appreciate that. Um, hmm? I appreciate that. No, you're welcome. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, some amazing work that you do, and um, you help so many people. And watching that just makes my heart grow. Mm-hmm. That uh, I'm I'm Cindy and I are both really heart face based workers, and that and to watch somebody else do heart based work is is simply amazing to to and and be real. Absolutely. It. You know, you're you're not you're not the fake mm-hmm. of this. You you have the reality of, of who you are. And I watch that now because you work with passion and you can see it in your heart and your and all around you. You just you do. You work with a beautiful passion. So thank you. I, I'm I'm very impressed with you. Um uh, me being also a structural therapist and working with my hands a lot and as a structural therapist and everything else, and that um uh, you got you were in an debilitating uh, accident, right? And I was. I was. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So when I was 13 in wrestling, I tore a muscle in my back. So my whole life, I always had back pain. And then at 28, I went through a divorce, and I decided, like most people, leaving a relationship. Up, oh, time to get back in shape. Started to work out, tweaked my back. Didn't think anything of it. I'll go to the chiropractor, get it put back in, and then back I go. Except just kept getting worse and worse and worse to the point where I actually lost all feeling in my legs from my waist down. Wow. I felt I lost three years of my life. At that, that was a perspective I had at a certain point. Um, I tried everything, massage, chiropractic, acupuncture, everything with quotes because now I know there's many, many different things, though. But at the time, spent lots of money that I didn't have. And I'd get relief for 20 minutes and then come screaming back. Finally had back surgery, came out of the back surgery. My body was still not working. I had panic attacks. Mm. The doctor, the neurologist didn't quite understand. Your body should be coming back in. And this is where I discovered hypnotherapy. Um, I, I did everything you're supposed to do. Nothing worked. Someone mentioned hypnotherapy, went in. Right away, the hypnotherapist, I was 28, 29 years old at the time. And right away, he knew... There's something deeper. And within minutes, we found the trauma from seven years old, which I knew about, but I never talked about. Wow. Once a year, that thought would come up, and I'd shove it right down into the basement. I don't want to know. No, no, we're not going there. Well, right away, we talked about it, cleared it up. My body responded. The panic attacks went away. And I just had a new understanding that there's how the emotions can hold on in our body and how it can affect us physically. And um, that was the beginning where things really started to shift for me. Wow. So um, during the shift in that, uh, the panic attacks you realized was excessive energy and everything else in yourself, and you need to get a, a way to release it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and help you heal yourself, and then amongst other people. And that, what was what was what was going through your head at that time? On some level, it was a loss of control. I didn't really quite realize that life wasn't the way I wanted it to be. And I felt like I was just spinning out of control. And I felt like I had to give my power away. Every day I would wake up. Every day I woke up excited for life. Like, okay, this is the day I'm going to be okay. And I'd, I'd take a shower. My body would relax and loosen up. I'm like, okay. And 10 steps out of the shower, it comes screaming back again. So I felt like I had no control in life. And instead of just sitting down and being with it, I kept searching and running and running and running. And I, I, my body was telling me, you can't run. Physically, you cannot run. You could barely even move. But mentally, I was running in all different directions instead of just stopping and asking what was going on. 
asking myself, asking something bigger than me. Absolutely. I just kept pushing and pushing. So what was the bigger thing than you? Did you ever discover it? Thank you for asking that question. It's, it is and it was about doing my dharma, going out into the world and actually giving back what, on some level, I was leaking out to the world while also not giving back to myself. So I, I was doing things that were kind of against my nature. I was doing things that I was expected to do. Right. I didn't have like hard parents or anything like that. I had really beautiful parents. But I was the only one who went to college. There was a certain path that was laid in front of me, and right. I was supposed to follow this path. Absolutely. And as I did, I kept hitting dead end after dead end yep. until my body just literally just broke down. Absolutely. Wow. It's a, simply amazing, the, the, the transformation and everything else. We're finding this out more and more as uh, getting to know more and more people in that, is that it used to be that you had to grow up in an abusive life to experience to be a, a, a coach or somebody of spiritual wonderness and that. That's not true. That That is, you know, you don't have to be grow up in an abusive life to, to know that. Um, you know, they, they always talk about uh, 90% of us intuitive people mm-hmm. are actually abused because right. they had to know how to intuitively get out of things and that. Right. And you weren't, but you did abuse your body. I had, there was some level of abuse right. that happened exactly. in my life. Okay. Uh, but I also had at the same time, the most beautiful life at the same time too. Wow. So there was moments of, um, and abuse comes in many different forms and trauma comes in many different forms. It's, trauma isn't always the horrible things you hear about on TV, but when you're a young child, you don't quite understand you could be choking on an apple at three years old. Mom runs around a corner, sticks your hands down your throat, takes the apple out. But to the three-year-old who doesn't have the scope of understanding, see, has discomfort in her throat, mom runs around a corner, jams her hand down your throat, saves your life, but you're in discomfort, you're scared, and mom does this drastic thing that hurts you. And now you're 40 years old and you don't like apples. Exactly. And you're upset at your mom. Right. So wow. trauma isn't always the big bad Absolutely. things, but we all have some level of trauma that shows up. That's mm. interesting. I mean, that's that made me remind myself of things. Is that I don't like applesauce, I don't like lemons, and I don't like um, oh, like lemon pie or lemon pudding. And right. I don't like Jello. Okay. And the reason was is because um, I was a hyperactive child because I was oversensitive, and so they tried all kinds of medicines on me and make uh, me sick. And to make me feel better, they give me lemon lemon pie or pudding, right? Um, applesauce or Jello. Right. To settle my stomach. And I, I, I consider that a trauma in a sense. Is that kind of weird? That's kind of interesting how that came up with. Well, it's you know? carrying an emotional resonance well, exactly. every time you take it. Yeah. Absolutely. So if it shows up again, it's the carrier to the, of the vehicle. It's the vehicle. Wow, that's really interesting. I never thought about trauma being on different levels. You know, I think we all, like you said, just you hear the word trauma is like, oh, something, you know, major happened, you know, an accident or what have you. And, you know, it makes sense, actually, that it can be just something as little as, and I'm, I say that with all respect, you know, like your example of the apple in the throat is not, you know, a pleasant thing, especially if the outcome was bad. But I'm just saying, you're right, it's pretty neat to know that there is different levels of trauma, and I think that's really um, very good for people to know out there. And, yeah. You know, and it's a great way to put it out there through this podcast on top of that, you know, so people can understand that it it's not such a light thing it's it's very traumatic i mean somehow it does obviously mess with your 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 mind your body your soul and your dna you know it's interesting too because you have a lot of people who are afraid to do like a past life regression or look at something because they're they don't want to uncover some big um traumatic expressions maybe from a family member 
but then again, it, the trauma may not be that. It just may be you were sleeping in your crib and somebody walked in in the dark and you opened your eyes and you just saw a shadow. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to share that. Should I share them? Yes. Okay. Briefly. So, <laughs> briefly. So a really quick story that maybe you can help me. It's like, it's Mike's time, but he's going to help me, you know, because that's who he is. Right? Sure. <laughs> so when I was a, a baby in the crib, that um, my mother found me with a pillow over my face and she pulled the pillow away and all my hair was gone and she has no idea how the pillow got over my face I had such a traumatic thing where my hair fell out and everything else and that so it was a trauma and she I means she rushed me to the doctor and everything else and that South Dakota then it's a long ways to get to the doctor anyway it's like you know horse and buggy carriage you know <laughs> to get to the doctor but there was such a trauma there and, and we I've done a, a regression and I went back and I actually kind of followed through and then and I saw this shadow walking into the room and mm. then, I have no idea who or what because the only person was my my little sister who was just one years old herself and my mom in the house. And so to this day that uh, we nobody can figure out what that, what happened but it was very traumatic to me. That's why I grew my hair out long. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe Michael knows. He's an intuitive. He yeah. brought that up so there must be something about that, Rod. So what I, what I could offer to you is to recreate that situation. Now, okay. I know you won't fit in the crib anymore. <laughs> <laughs> A big unless, crib. Unless that's your thing. I don't know. But um, I would just go home, shut the lights out, put, put a pillow over your head, and take a few deep breaths and just connect. And whether something shows up or doesn't show up because you're very intuitive and connected yourself, mm-hmm. invite something in. And if it's not there, imagine that it's there okay. and talk to it. Because wow. what may have seemed like a scary thing may have been someone coming in to check on you to make sure you're okay. And then they stuck a pillow on my head. That's an interesting <laughs> aspect. So, but... Okay, so take your power back then. Right, exactly. Take the pillow back off then. All right. So That's it's because whatever showed up in that particular time, you were stronger than anyway. Oh, absolutely. There's a, there's a sense of spirit that showed up in a stronger yep. position than that. There's actually. How old are you, by the way? I'm sorry. Huh? When that happened, how old are you? Uh, oh my gosh, I was like two weeks, three weeks. Oh, you were that young. Yeah, right. it, was, it wasn't quite a month. Mom said it was in July. It was a hot day in July, and that. And how interesting, because when that happens. If, if all your hair is coming out, there's some level of an expulsion of energy mm-hmm. that comes out. So that, how strong that is. Right. So go back to that place if you want and visit the place and now explode that energy out of your heart centered. Hmm. So whatever's there. You know, I always, I always people talk about the, the evil in the world or things that are going. I always see everyone as Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. And that's what is attracted to me. So I see people who are rough on the outside, but there's something soft and sweet and scared in the middle. Right. Of it. So you can always go to that place, put the pillow over your head invite something in, and then ex- instead of exploding the hair out, explode out of your heart the energy that comes out. Interesting. And see what, what you can shift in the room and shift whatever that memory is for you as well. I wonder if that's why I, I, I love what work with Cindy doing the open heart meditation where we just explode the energy out of our heart. And I love that. I love that idea and that to take that power back and find out mm-hmm. instead of just blast it away because I, I, that's... In a sense, and then when I feel overwhelmed, I do. I sit there and I blast things away. And so that's that's really good. That is good. Yeah, that's wow, Mike. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I think I'm healed. But <laughs> I just want to say, Mike, I am your father. <laughs> but, but no, 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 no. So, uh, did all this wonderful stuff in that uh, that you've got going on, and I know you got some projects, but I have a couple more questions before yeah, we please. get to the no, project right ahead. and everything else. That um, you found your true happiness. Yes. Within, after you healed and everything else. Yes. What was your true happiness? 
just showing up and just allowing that hard energy to come out while also understanding, allowing it to come out full circle through me first. I consider myself a recovered people pleaser. Ooh. <laughs> That's great. Because all, all those times I've given and given and given, and it's, it's never enough because you can give and give to a hundred or thousands of people and then you sit back exhausted and then someone walks over to you. And many times it's family. Right. And then you're lazy. And you don't understand yourself because you maybe not have, you didn't work hard the way work hard is. You're not shoveling in the back. You're not raking leaves. But, wow. I don't know. <laughs> we Some, love someone's it. Someone's yeah. here with us. Yes. Someone's here with us. Yes. But when you're emotionally giving of yourself, that can be hard work in and of itself. Right. It becomes less hard when you start to learn how to use your energy appropriately. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. That was, That's okay. That was crazy. My, yes. my camera just turned on. Yeah. Automatically, uh-huh. right here, pointing towards Cindy, which is kind of weird. And the person from the bedroom is back. The person. From the <laughs> Hello, he's taking pictures of me now. Yeah. Cindy, that's great. He wants to take pictures of Cindy now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just remember on the afterlife that. <laughs> so, I love that you're an RPP, recovering people person. Uh, recovered, uh, yes, um, yes, people pleaser, pleaser, pleaser. Yes, yes. yes. sorry, yes, absolutely, and. and um, that took a long time to understand that. Right, though, absolutely. To learn that no is a complete sentence. Uh-huh. And you could say it with love and compassion. The one thing I always mention to people is it, the people pleaser, when people come forward and ask you, it's like, yes, 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 I'm sure I can help you. And then they rearrange their entire schedule to make that happen. And now they set themselves so far behind, they can't even handle what they already have on their plate. So now if someone shows up and you would like to help them, let them know, hey, I could help you a Wednesday from 7 to 9. Hmm. That's what I have available for you. Right. And if they can, great. And if they can't, okay, I'm sorry, maybe next time. Right. Let them fit it in. If they want your help, they'll make it happen on their end. Absolutely. But what, if, even if you have to say no, just say no, love and compassion. Wow. And that's all it is. So do you even do this in your practice then when, when you have um, a set schedule in your practice and you have your clients coming to you and that and it's like, I, I really need to get in and you're already full that day? Do you try to bring, fit them in? So what I'll usually do in that particular case, if someone's in a crisis situation or just really stressed, I've really have appreciated the fact of the voice text. <laughs> I can record something, maybe a minute, two minutes, maybe 10 seconds, email it off to them or text them and just remind them to take a breath or if they need a five-minute phone call, I can offer that to them in the moment. In the past, you know, you're starting out, you're like, I need money to pay bills. You're kind of, you're scrambling and then there comes a certain point, like, okay, I, this is what I need to do for myself. This is what I need to do for the people I see. And if someone's in crisis, I'm sure I can find 30 seconds to offer them. Nice. Very good. I like that. Still people pleaser when it comes to work, though, isn't it? Well, the voice, I, I love the voice test access. So do I. It's amazing because, you know, things flow to us and through us. And if something's already happening in the moment, I could just capture it and send it off and then be done with it for the day. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's oh, it's it's a life changer for me. I think you're onto something. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> it's been amazing for me. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, you it's you you're an amazing soul yourself, and that Thank you. and um, I learn from you all the time, and it's it's I love that. It's really interesting that well, how you said that because this last Thursday was my last day of working on people before I go back to okay. to Idaho, and I was completely booked, and I actually added people in during my lunch hour. Sure. And I'm doing it here at the New Vision Center. And that, and I'm, I'm a time restraint. You know, after a certain time, I have to be out of here. Yes. And 
I was trying to fit as many people as I could in that day to to help them. But you know, in the long run, that I was so stressed about out about getting so many everybody taken care of before I left that these people weren't taken care of the way I wanted to take care of, of them. Of course, I understand. And so I, I just ended up saying, no, this is what I need. This is only people I can handle. Well, it's also very divine. However they got taken care of is how they needed to be Oh, absolutely. Care of right. Absolutely. So what would you do differently next time? Um, I'd call you up and say, hey, can you help me? <laughs> no. Uh, what would I do differently next time? Which, that's a good question. I, I like this. And it's, um, I'd actually I'd set my schedule, and that's it. You know, this is what I have, and this is all I can, that's all I can do. And I, I know my limits. And, that, and I think it's just knowing that I want to help everybody, you know. My clients have been who they are for years and one to, and I love them to death and I just want to fit everybody in and I and I'm used I'm used to when I used to be living here and that right. I used to see people 5 days a week, 6 days a week. Right. I'm only seeing people 2 days a week now and it's hard to fit everybody in. So, mm-hmm. so differently, I just set my boundaries mm-hmm. of who I am. You, that, which is beautiful. You could also add a day in where everyone gets 15 minutes. Oh my gosh. Is that, a, that's a great idea. So you book three hours and now yeah. you can get 12 more people yeah. in just quick. Yep. Yeah. 15 beautiful. minutes. Cause and sometimes all the people really need to do is just see you and touch you absolutely. and just have a moment with yep. you. I like that, that they just want to touch me. <laughs> Don't you want to just touch me right now? Oh, nice. Thank you. You can't see it. It's on podcast. <laughs> you can't see what Cindy did. It's a beautiful me. moment. That was a beautiful moment. Yes. Sure. I got electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> I got electrocuted. <laughs> I, I know you have a question for Mike. Yeah. So the uh, title for today is "Bring You Bring Your You Want to Bring Your Medicine to the World," right? Yes. So can you elaborate a little bit on the word medicine? Like, what is that medicine? Oh, sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Everybody has medicine, and everybody has unique medicine. I mean, we we see it when we listen to music, or we hear it when we listen to music. I'm a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. <laughs> and there's millions and millions of Bruce Springsteen fans out there. And there's millions of people who can't stand him. He moves me very much when he sings amongst other musicians. But there's other musicians that move other people that don't do it for me or I'm not a fan of. Sure. It's the same thing. We have our own song inside of ourselves. We have our own medicine. I've done herbalism in the past. So I see it very much as a tangible nurturing. So even what I'm drinking, I have some herbs in there as well. It's very much about a, a tangible, energetic perspective bringing in the nourishment of taking in but the more you listen to that little inner gps that you have that's guiding you the more your medicine is coming out into the world and the more people show up to get your medicine so there's people who are waiting for your medicine and people don't even know it's your medicine that they need but the more you show up the more you allow yourself to just be take your own medicine listen to that voice more and more people are going to be coming and being moved and this is where the world needs people to step up Absolutely. And that also has to do with the emotional intelligence, too. A lot of very intelligent people have gotten this world into a very interesting time right now. Now we need the emotionally intelligent to step forward and and be the spackle in between all the cracks. (laughs) That's great. I think on the emotional people also have to, I'm just going to say this, you know, know who they are. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, because when you say emotional, you know, that could be pretty strong. You know, because a lot of people are so sensitive. It's a buzzword, too. <laughs> yeah. Stop being so sensitive. Yeah. Quit your whining. Yeah. Those things. But the more of you listen to that voice, it's going to bring mm-hmm. you into places that are going to open things up and bring people in to be your guides and your teachers as well. Mm-hmm. I'm a very big believer in the synchronicities of life. And when you have innocent passion, things just show up in your life. I have countless and millions and millions of stories 
of just being innocently passionate about things and magical things have happened. I was in college, my dad sends me an envelope. And my dad, at, at the, towards the end, he took a, a job working in compactors and bailers. So he went in um, supermarkets and fixed things. He was a handyman and, and a, uh, like a painter for years. And he just decided that he wanted to do something where it wasn't so much his business. So I get a package from my dad and I open it up and it's a Playboy calendar. Oh, geez. But when I opened the door, uh, opened the uh, package and I looked at it, the Playboy thing just went to the side. But I saw the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen in my life looking back at me. And I was in college. I showed all my friends. I had a lot of uh, crude guy friends. They're like, hey, look at that. Look. I was like, no, no, no. Look, look at her. She's so beautiful. She's stunningly beautiful. And her, just the innocence of her look moved me. Three weeks later, I'm sitting having dinner with her. Wow. I had won a contest on the radio. The local monster truck show was in town. So I didn't have this, you know, guy testosterone thing. I just had this really innocent passion and peace about this person. And the next thing I know, I'm, on the, I'm eating dinner with her three weeks later. My goodness. And I have millions of stories or countless stories of just being innocently passionate and seeing what shows up to support your journey. And I agree with that. I, too, and I know Rod as well, we've, you know, experienced a lot of those, too. And it's really amazing how that happens. You just scratch your head going, what, wow, why, and thank you. <laughs> so that goes back to the medicine. So if you start listening to that thing that's moving you, there's that medicine inside of yourself. And when you actually start to listen, listen to it, you're actually starting to take it yourself. And then you're becoming nourished. And then you're realizing this medicine goes out into the world also. And... People are waiting for each one of us to show up in our own separate ways. Absolutely. Because the three of us are very different. We may have some mm -hmm. similarities, but we're very, very different. Mm -hmm. So when we show up, we may, we may step into 100 people in front of us or 1,000 or a million people. And when the show is over, certain people are going to come up to us individually. Right. Because there's something that we have or we're presenting out that is very specific to them. Right. Now, if I wasn't there, they'd be happy, I'm sure, to walk up to you and, and get your medicine as well. Mm -hmm. right? But there's something that's calling out to each and every one of us. Absolutely. So just keep listening. And if you can't do what is showing up, lean. Just lean into it. Because if you lean, what happens is you start to move to a certain side, and then you actually stumble with momentum forward into something. So if you want to be a Broadway singer, just start singing. Go see the local school production. Let people know you're singing. You can't just go to Broadway and step on Broadway. Right. Probably get arrested. Right, exactly. <laughs> or maybe not. But, um, but if you start leaning into things, you end up just leaning in and you f just stumble forward with momentum. And you go so much further than you ever thought you possibly could. Does, does that make sense to you, Cindy? You needed to hear that, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure for exactly what, but probably on a lot of things about well, a lot well, of things. Well, it's not being a Broadway singer or anything else. That It's just about you wanting to get out in this world. And that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, that's actually true is that... You know, we need to lean towards it. You know, of everything what you just said is like, you know, it, it changes the energy of everything. We get oh, completely we, exactly. Instead of sitting there watching it happen, we make it happen by leaning into it. What's well, a magnet? Our magnetic pull is being pulled to the other Absolutely. magnet. And it's coming together. Mm -hmm. And then when you take two magnets, you push one towards the other. What happens? The other one comes to meet you at the same time. Absolutely. As right. I'm setting up this morning, early this morning, that I, I was dancing in the hallway and that, and I said, "I'm a dancer." And then I looked and saw Cindy. I said, "Oh, you didn't see that, did you?" <laughs> yeah, I'll never be a dancer, but I'll. No, you dance in your own way. I do. I yeah. have my own music in my head. You ever done ecstatic dance? dance? No. What is that? Ex oh, ecstatic dance is great because it's 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 almost like dancing yoga. Oh. So you go into a room and they'll say, "Today we're working on um, anger," and they'll play music that starts like a slow trance-like music, and then it, it lifts up. 
It's almost like a rave without the drugs. Oh, okay. But you're dancing into how your body has anger. So you're just moving it. So you may have a room of 30, 40 people, and not anybody is dancing the same way. They're just moving and how anger is in their body to release. They're unwinding their body in a certain way. It's great because it's so unstructured. Wow. And it's freeing. It just sounds like a movement class. It really is. It's, it's amazing. So they call wow. it ecstatic dance. Ecstatic dance. Yes. I love it. It's really, really beautiful. I'm one of those people who I'd need a few gin and tonics at a wedding to go dance. <laughs> <laughs> and I really don't drink too much. So that no, exactly. wasn't always the thing. But when you do this, you realize you're just dancing to your own song. I the, like that. The repressed I think I need song. To dance more like that. I think you do. You, well, you love to dance. I know? do love to dance. Gets us out of our heads and into our body. Afterwards, the most amazing feeling. Well, that. And now you have a room of 40 people who just right. went through something to get individually and together at the same time. Wow. And they now have this There's cohesive a lot of breath. releasing in that room, isn't Oh, it's there? beautiful. Wow. And you'll see someone crying. You'll see someone yelling out in anger. Wow. And you're in your own thing. That, I, I like that. I like it's that. really, let's, really let's beautiful. Look, let's look it up and meet up, see if we can find one. Static yeah, dancing. absolutely. It's beautiful. It's not exotic dancing. It's ecstatic, right? No. Okay, good. Well, <laughs> no, but you you, you do what you need to look up, for. Look, look it up the right thing. <laughs> yes. Here and that thing else. So, um, so bringing medicine to the world, now, what, is this a, a workshop you're working on? or is it? Not yet. There will be one coming soon, though. Okay. I meet a lot of people amongst my travels these days of all ages. And there's a lot of people who don't quite understand that there's something different available to them. So they'll just start talking. And as you're talking, and, they, and you guys know, you look at someone, you see what their gifts are. You see the, the burning light inside of them that's trying to get out. And this may be someone who's working in finance, or this might be someone who's begging your groceries at the store. But you start talking to them, just ask them, what, what do you get lost in? What is something that you do that just an hour and a half just goes by in 10 seconds? And they start talking about it, and then they light up. And you see something, the energy around them changes and the, the energy of the room changes. And it's like, that's the thing you need to step into more. That's your medicine. I don't even care if it's flying drones or something, what we think is very uh, linear or of the real world. Just, just do it because you don't know what you're going to be teaching people. And the more you step into that, the more you're going you're gonna to find your flock that's going to come towards you. And in that flock, you're gonna, it's, it's going to be a synergistic thing. You're going to meet people that need you, and you're going to meet people that you need them, and it's going to come a very cohesive unit. So I have a, a question that just came to me when you said that, you know, allowing people to let their heart light shine, you know, what can they do to allow that to happen? So my question is, is um, about me. A lot of people actually see and or feel my light shine, but I don't see and feel that very often. So I'm always scratching my head going, how these people see and feel this beautifulness from me, but yet I, I really have to go within myself to see and feel it. And when I do, it's very beautiful. And what I feel and when I do go within is what they explain to me or share with me what they see and feel. So how can I overcome this? Why do I have to always go inside to feel her? When I, I just want to be like normal, like right now, and just go, okay, yeah, I feel I see it or something. So I wonder if there was a traumatic thing that happened to me. Which is possible. That made it go away. So anyways, sure. go ahead. That's So it's question. really interesting right now because as you were asking, talking to me and asking the question, Rob was taking some pictures. And that's a beautiful conduit because pull out your camera. Turn your video on. Just start talking about something that moves you. Okay. Spend 5, 10, 15 minutes. Once you open the door, you may talk a lot longer than you think. Then watch it back. See how differently you show up in the world. Okay. Watch that a few times. Do, do this exercise multiple times. See yourself. 
what's happening. See when you first start out, because you may be like, oh, okay, I'm going to be talking about this, and you're not going to quite have it yet. And then something's going to click, and then all this emotional, this passionate energy is going to come to life. Mm-hmm. And now see it. See what other people see. And that's a beautiful start for you. Okay. When I do, there is a subject that um, a lot of people know that I am very passionate about, and that's this whole feminine energies that are here. And, um, and I, I feel that within, and I see it, and I get emotional about it. And so if I'm going to speak about at least one huge topic for myself, it would definitely be on that because I've been getting you know, information about it, and I feel like I just share it with a few people, and maybe that is part of to help my medicine to grow within and without is to maybe just do that share this passion instead of holding it inside so much. So that exercise I gave you goes two ways. Okay. <laughs> it's for you. Mm-hmm. And then share one. Okay. Just blindly share one. Okay. And see the reception you get for that. All right. Thank you. It's, you're welcome. It's going to be interesting because you're going to, there's going to be a lot of fear. And I would say do multiple ones. So you, you don't sit there and say, okay, this is the one I have to share where you start locking yourself up ahead of time. Sorry. Do multiple ones. Yes. And then you can just choose after or you can hand that phone off to a friend and say, can you choose one and let them release it? Okay. Because you, you don't want to get caught. You want to open the channel up so it's not closed. Like, oh, 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 oh. The fe- you will be facing the fear, but you don't want the fear to be a lockbox around you in the same time. Mm-hmm. Just go in and just do it. Okay. The, the, the thing that I have seen so much, if, and this is my mantra for myself, just show up. Just effing show up. Because <laughs> if we were sitting here right now and we said, okay, guys, we're going to be in the exact same spot tomorrow. And at, at this time, whatever time it is, let's say it's 38 past the hour. Right. Someone's going to fall down and break their leg right here. And it's our responsibility. You, having done physical work, maybe it's not much, but say you and me, Cindy, okay? Mm-hmm. We might be like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know broken legs. I don't know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. But if we're sitting here right now and someone walks in and falls down and breaks their leg, what are we going to do? Well, probably a few different things, but... We're just going to show up and help. Mm-hmm. We're going to get out of the story. Mm-hmm. That's all we need to do is just show up. We already have the important thing inside of us. Just show up with your magic, your medicine. Just, Cindy, just show up. Mm. The world is waiting on you. Wow, thank you. It, it's, it's so true right now. There's, you don't understand the amount of people who are waiting on you right now. Wow, thank you. It's true. It, it's so true. Does, is this a validation of everything that um, you've been hearing yourself? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, you know, Mike brought it out, and he, he's, he's absolutely right. This, you just need to show up, Cindy, and that's all you need to do. All right. We get caught in the we get caught in the candy coated hard shell on the outside, <laughs> and there's some sweetness in that too, but it's what we crunch through and get into the real sweetness in, inside. It's already there. Just just show up. Thank you. Yeah, that chewy nougat, Rod. That's that chewy nougat inside <laughs> you. It's like I told her. I said that there's people just wants that chewy nougat inside of her. I even I woke up today with a moment of nervousness because this is my first like real interview. I've done as I was telling Cindy, I've done um, print interview before, but I had a moment. I laughed. I'm like, okay, it's. It's Rod Lyman, Cindy Movie. It's not Rod Stewart and Cindy Crawford. <laughs> these are my friends, though. Yeah, yeah. People, no, that's, that's, yeah, I need to qualify that. That was cute. So these are my friends, though. Right. These are people who, who know me. Just just show up. Just show up. Whatever needs to come out is going to happen. Absolutely. Just show up. Just show up. That's that's all we do is we show up in this world. Yeah, a couple everything. people just now showed up. Look at that. Say the <laughs> exactly. word and they Say just the show up. So let's get back to this Rod Stewart and Cindy Crawford thing. Sure. Um, let's you know. not. <laughs> We're done with that. 
So, I mean, tens of thousands of people are going to be listening to you, and that, and it's, and it, you didn't know that you're real, you know, and, and you are a real person, and uh, you shouldn't be nervous about this because it's, it's like, you know, when I say you're an amazing person, that, and I, I really, that it's not a compliment I'm giving you. It's, mm, it's thank me you. just saying that, you know, it's for real because you are real. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like I don't really give compliments, I give realisms. Does that, does that oh, make sense? Yeah, surely. And so you and I work together, and mm-hmm. so you understand. I, I ask some really off the wall questions that yes. make you think about stuff. And so, I'm ready for an off wall question. I love it. Let's go. All right. So, what is your real medicine within you? Ask that question one more time. What is that real medicine within you? Since you're such a real person, what is the real medicine within you? I think when I sit down in front of people or just walk through my day, I see the people for who they truly are and the magnificence that is in them. And it took a while for me to understand that happens with me as well. And the more I recognize it in myself, the more I could see it in the world. So why not us? Right. Why not us? Why not you? Why not you guys? Thank you for showing up, by the way. Um, yeah, it's, so it's, just, it's the recognition of who we truly are, and we're mirrors to each other. Right. So if I see something new, then it's happening in me at the same time. Right, exactly, absolutely. So or- I truly see that light in people, because I see people all day long. Absolutely. I see tons of people just walking around because I'm also open up. I'm open to looking at them. Right. And they see that as well. So I, I'm constantly having moments with people all day long, which I think, I think my exes would always laugh because I'd spend, I'd go into Sprouts for three minutes and I'd come out and I'd tell a 30 minute story about my three minute <laughs> journey in Sprouts. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> we do the same thing as you know, we, we make, we make a story about what happened to us. Right. And it's, it is. So there's this beautiful story about what, we did in life and and how we experienced it and everything else because feelings are so fast but eyesight is slow and so right. as as we experience things in life and that the experience of the energy is so fast happening to us and that there's a long story within us that is happening constantly it's and, beautiful. And it, it is it's, it's really beautiful so you can you know your own medicine inside you in that cindy what is your medicine just being me Oh, snap. We just said that. <laughs> Did you just learn that? Uh, yes and no. Is that fair enough to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Just, just showing up, right? Yes, just from past people sharing what they see or feel within or around me is, is my answer. Yeah. You're, you're, you this, you're an amazing soul. You're, you have all these abilities. You do some really great stuff in life and that. Um, one of your bios is talks about the knowing that you have this knowing right now, you know, the topic being, bring your medicine to the world and everything else that you have this knowing what, what does having the knowing mean? It's connecting to the, the infinite wisdom that's out there. So when I, when I just in, in front of people, whether I'm working actually with them as a client or just someone I bump into, there's just questions that show up or statements that come out. And in the past, I'd always be like, oh, oh I, I have, uh, can I share something with you? Now I just, I just say it because I don't need to know what it is. I just know, there, I just know that this needs to be out of me and through me, and someone else needs to connect with it. So there's a knowing. There's just a knowing. So in your intuitive experience of that, uh, you're an intuitive person Correct. with a knowing. Yes. So you can look at somebody and just have a knowing. Well, look at me. What do you see? Ooh. I love putting you on the spot, Mike. It's okay. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's a moment of silence here. It's, yeah. it's not awkward. No, not at all. Jabber jaws. 
trust yourself. Just keep moving forward and trust yourself. Let your walls continue to come down. This isn't... It's almost as if you were dropped into your family. Okay. Don't let go of the stories of them and, how, and let go of how you're different than them. Just keep moving forward as you are. And you will be provided because you have been provided, right. as you know. Absolutely. Right? Yes. It's about letting just continue to let the walls down and just be yourself instead of trying to be something that you're not, which we all do in moments. Right. Just keep being more authentic. So when things show up, just ask yourself, am I being authentic? In this moment. Right. And it might only be 5% that's unauthentic. Right. Exactly. It's not even authentic. It's just thinking we, we need to be something else that, we're, right. that someone else thinks. Right. And that may be a tool we have inside of us. And sometimes we pull up the, a tool that may not need to be the tool that comes forward. Because that might be a defensive tool. I just don't want to be a tool. <laughs> we can work on that. <laughs> just keep allowing yourself to trust the process get into your body a lot more and already look at the magic. People work their whole life to have the freedom that you have right now. Right. And then we get in that moment where in the freedom, we're trying to work to get some safety or some security, some sort of security. Take a moment to understand that people with thousands and thousands or millions and millions and millions upon dollars are are trying to get to what you have already Mm. and recognize that as a gift Mm. that you have right now presently. Even though it's scary, I mean, think about it. People like David Letterman goes retires on a, a ranch in Montana with nothing right, right there. Right. But, but I mean, there's nothing. So some people you put out there and like, well, this is horrible. Right. But that was his medicine. Exactly. So you have freedom right now that a lot of other people don't have. Wow. So see your life currently as the gift now. Wow, that was pretty deep. I wasn't expecting that. I know it's it's apropos for what you're Ap- going through apropos, right now. Yes, I like that word too. <laughs> so. Um, you have a lot of great, wonderful things going on in your life right now. And I really appreciate what you just said. Anything else? You're welcome. What do you want to get across to people today in the podcast? Listen to that inner GPS. Listen to that thing that is moving inside of you. And if you're a little bit confused on it, ask your friends what lights you up. And then when they tell you, you'll know like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Pay more attention to that. Lean into that feeling. Step into that feeling. Jump into that feeling if you can. Just keep acknowledging that feeling and keep moving into it because that's where the magic and the medicine is. And that's where the magic and the medicine is going to come forward to you to nourish you even more, to continue to move you forward into that. Amazing. If you can think it, you can have it. Right. It's interesting though. Sometimes when you step into what you think that you wanted, you realize, Oh, that's not what I really wanted. (laughs) But step into it, check it out, find out. Sometimes we need to know what we don't want to understand what we do want. Absolutely. But there's an internal GPS that's happening inside of us. Listen to it. Listen to it. See where it takes you. Right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, no dead air here, Cindy. What, you just, you I just know. I'm like, sorry. I was just in thought there. <laughs> there. <laughs> I apologize. No, it's all right. Any, any last questions before we um, start wrapping it up? I, I do have, when you said uh, your internal GPS or just think it and, you know, come to whatever, is that, would that be on the same lines as manifestation or manifesting something? Or yeah, how does some things come to you? Is it from the universe or did you think it? You know what I'm saying? I'm probably asking a couple of questions at one time. Oh, that's okay. 
Think of it as the magnetic pull. So you step into that magnet that's covered up by our own fears and constraints. And when we pull that out, it's going to start attracting things. And just like, again, the two magnets, mm-hmm. you put them two up, they're going to come together. So allow that to happen. Okay. And as the other part, I don't know. There's some stuff I know. I've lived a very varied life. And there's a lot of stuff that just comes to me. Right. I've also cleaned my antenna off a lot through the years. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I have a clean bill of health, Rod. You were good. <laughs> um, and not now I just, my antenna's up and things just kind of show up. And I don't Ooh. question. I just, I have that knowing that this is something that needs to just be out. Right. And I just share it. Well, I think what's, on a personal note, what's great for me is that I somehow mysteriously get messages and pictures to, I think, it's telling me, it's giving me stories or it's giving me answers or it's giving me, you know, revelations or intuitiveness and, you know, what's next and who I really am and things like that. And so I feel pretty gifted in that respect that, you know, the universe says, you know, sends me things and it's like, okay, you know, what do I do with it now? And sometimes, and I'm always grateful. It's just an amazing thing. But I don't put it out there. It comes to me. Okay. Write them down. Acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. Ask for more guidance. Okay, I'm getting this wonderful information. Am, am I to do something with it? And you just may be very surprised. Okay. It just it, keep acknowledging it and understanding because it, it may be for you. Mm-hmm. And things aren't always linear. So maybe years later, maybe months later, maybe minutes later. Or someone may show up in front of you and like, oh, wait a second, I know this. It might be from six months ago. Okay. Just ask for more guidance and, and allow that, um, that, that onion layer to peel open even more. Mm. Very good. Because we, when we go into onions, what happens is we create emotion. The, the tears start to flow. So keep peeling back and let the emotion, the energy flow on that. Okay. I went to culinary school, so I have these food references. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank so, you. Mike Suzinski. Yes. So... Um, how can people get a hold of you? How can they get to to find who you are, where you're at, and thank you, and what you do? And my any web- last words? Okay. Well, my, my website is thespiritualhealthcoach.com. One more time. Thespiritualhealthcoach.com. Nice. There will be a rebranding in the future, but this will still get to me. Uh, you can always call or text at 908-418-7185. One more time. 908, New Jersey, 908-418-7185. I am here in Arizona but you can take the boy out of the jersey, you just can't take the jersey out of the boy. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and last words. Yeah, just, just look in the mirror and see yourself. Step really close to the mirror and look at your eyes. Get past all the things that we hold, like, oh, this pimple showed up or this happened or there's a hair in my nose or whatever it is. Look into your eyes and see deeper and connect to the deeper part of yourself. Because when we become alive and we have something that moves us, that is what people see. When you go to a wedding and maybe the, the bride isn't the person you would normally be attracted to, but after her wedding, the most stunningly beautiful person in the world, there's aliveness, there's energy, there's, there's movement that's happening, and it takes up the entire room. Mm. We all have things that help us do that. The more we acknowledge this, the more we can actually tap in, and, and then the, it doesn't become a job. It just becomes who we are, and you just show up that way. Awesome. How can you help people? How can I help people? How can you help people? So usually when I'm working with people, my work has changed through the years. It used to just be clinical hypnotherapy. Now we sit, we do the intuitive coaching. I probably will put somebody on a table and bring in the hypnotherapy, the energy work, and the intuitive coaching. One of my favorite things to do is uh, being part of parties. Wow, okay. One of my favorite days of all time, right after the birth of my daughter, of course, 
I did a, a client of mine had a 50th birthday party and she hired me for five hours oh my God. to do five one hour sessions with people. Right. Well, that turned into 12 consecutive one hour sessions. Wow. And it was my most favorite day because you're just in it. You're helping people. You're touching people. I've done parties where you're doing 15 minutes and you just, you're just in it. You're just in it. You're just seeing people fast and quick and it's beautiful. Good. That's why you suggested me doing the 15 minute thing. It's an amazing thing because we get caught out of all the stuff we have to do ahead of time. And you just show up and it's happening because spirit knows we only have 15 minutes. Right. And it happens really fast. Wow. Yeah. I believe in that. <laughs> I, I, I do truly too. do. It's, well, it's the same thing working on somebody that, uh, you know, they may hire you for an hour and that, but it may be done within five minutes. Yes. And it's, the rest is just touch therapy after that. Exactly. And there's, all, there's beauty in all of it. Absolutely. But yes. So, Cindy, any last words? Uh, just... Wow, and thank you. It was really wonderful to get to know you a little bit more and a mm. lot more and um, to kind of see who you really are and what you have to offer in your medicine thank you. in the world out there. So thank you for this opportunity. You're very on, welcome. You know, for me and, and all you had to say for me and about me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's not always just about Cindy. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> You're an amazing person. Thank I, you. I love your energy i love everything about you uh one more time how can people get a hold of you the spiritual health coach.com okay or you can call or text at 908-418-7185 he's amazing you guys have to try him out you have to just uh check him out um be a little more information on our podcast here about how to get a hold of him uh mike Szynski, what an amazing person to have on thank our you. on our place you are you're beautiful and amazing thank Absolutely. you so I so much it. thank you very much we uh Great. I appreciate the work that you guys are doing too. Well, showing thank up. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I need to hear that because I was about ready to quit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cindy wouldn't let me quit. <laughs> JK. JK. Just K. <laughs> All right, Mike, it's a pleasure. Everybody out there, thank you for coming. You guys are amazing. Yay. Thank you, Cindy. And You're that, welcome. Uh, thank you. You guys have a great night and a, a good time. And God bless you all. Blessings to you all. Love you. Are, you. you are Much loved. Blessings, yes. And I am blessed. Good night.